Back again, two days in a row. How lucky are you? Um, me and Cecil decided to change. He's taking Friday. I'm taking today. Big slate. So you know how I do with these. I, I go way too slow, way too long. I don't want to do that today. I want to get you on out of here. If you're watching on video, you will see I'm supporting my alma mater, St. Bonaventure Bonnies. Um, they are going to the A10 tournament. I will be there as well in D.C., uh, my first trip to Capital One Center, I think is still what it's called. I'm hoping to see a hockey game there at some point, but we are going to move forward. We're going to get right into the slate of action. There's a million games, um, but we're going to get started right away. Vegas at Philadelphia. So Vegas, uh, they disappointed me on Sunday. They only scored two goals. I thought they could score more, but at least I had both of the goal scores correctly. And that ended up benefiting and getting me back to basically a break-even point. They, once again, project to be pretty good on this slate. They're really underperforming their expectation, which is why I'm sort of trying to get in on them a little bit more than maybe some. They're going to be going against Carter Hart and the Philadelphia Flyers. This is a Flyers team that just beat Chicago last time out. Uh, the Atkinson line changed. Um, I think that's going to probably stick going forward, but we'll have to wait and see. Either way, I don't think many people are going to play this in DFS. Um, this game probably gets a bit overlooked in general. Um, it's, you know, uh, first off, it's a road game for Vegas, who is the big favorite here, minus 165. It's a pretty much a pick them on the six over under. Right now, it's minus 105 over six, and it's 115 under six. And I kind of think that's right on the nose. Um, this game, it's kind of up to can Philadelphia score here. Uh, Leonard played fantastic on Sunday. Will he be in net on Tuesday? We're, we don't know yet, and I'm not going to predict that. Uh, I think he should be probably, but could be a game where they give Brassois the, the nod. So with all of that off the, the cuff here, I'm kind of shading the under, but not strongly. Um, Vegas is about fifth or sixth as far as uh, expected goal index is concerned. And Philadelphia is way down towards the bottom. I, I think it's right on the nose. Six is right on the nose. I'm not going to touch it. I think if anything, you just bet the Vegas minus 165. The puck line at plus 140, I think is fair enough, but this team is just in scoring. And you know, in, in all reality, the, the numbers kind of, yeah, well, the first two periods, Vegas blew the doors off Ottawa and Ottawa absolutely smashed them in the third and just didn't end up scoring. So, yeah, I, you know, I think Eichel and Marcheseau and Pacioretty are three great plays here and they're going to be a bit unique on such a big slate, but I don't know if it's necessary. I don't know if it's where I'm going to go. I kind of feel like fading this game in general. So I'm just going to keep moving forward. I think if you're going to bet anything here, it's Vegas over two and a half or three and a half, hoping Carter Hart gets back to not being good. This defensive unit for Philadelphia is abysmal. I could see it getting there, but that's probably all I'd consider here. I'm probably going to fade it myself. So we'll move on to Colorado at New Jersey, a back-to-back -back for the Avalanche. I just talked about it on Monday. I don't expect any changes other than who's in net. Um, we should be seeing Kemper on Monday. I don't think it was confirmed yet, but it did sound that. Oh, no, no. Oh, my God. It was confirmed. It was Frank Hoare. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it will not. It will be Kemper in net, most likely against New Jersey. Is what my note says. Congratulations to me for reading. Um, I do think that that gives Colorado a better edge here. Kyle Kemper is definitely the better goalie. So I'm going to roll with it. Um, I think that Colorado is a really, really good spot here. Again, I took the puck line against the Islanders. We haven't seen the outcome yet. I don't think I'm going to get that bold here. A, because I think New Jersey is better. And these are about the same odds because of the back-to-back. -back. Um, I, I shade the Devils, if anything. I think this line could move in favor of the Devils as the Kemper news comes out, as 
you know, we'll see what happens with Colorado and, you know, if there's anything that could change. So I'm going to wait this one out. I'm going to take a look at New Jersey at big plus money. Colorado's been on a minor losing streak here. Um, you know, don't, don't say that eh, it's, it's anything to get too crazy about. They lost to Calgary in overtime. That was a crazy, crazy good game um, in general, which I talked about already, but this is a matchup. They should be heavily favorites uh, to win. Uh, I'm not really touching anything. Like I mentioned, New Jersey didn't practice, but we kind of expect the Lions to stay about the same. Their last time out, they beat St. Louis, a really impressive win in overtime. Jack Hughes continues to impress uh, with Sharon Govich and Mercer. Uh, expected goals actually had the Devils almost doubling. I think actually uh, just under doubling the expected goals for St. Louis. Like they really took it to them. This is a team that, like I said, is just much better than people give them credit for. So I'm not going to bet Colorado here in any capacity. I think this is a spot you could get crazy and go with the Devils, but are you going to do that? I think if the, if there's enough of a line, if it's over plus you know 200, I might get after it. This game also profiles pretty well to be an over, but with the back to back, I don't. I, I like it because you have the Devils at six. I mean, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, Colorado at six. I'm I'm going to put my I'm going to put my uh, I'll put a uh, uh, what do they call it? a marker on it. I think the over is a good bet. Over six minus 105 is probably the best here, or if the Devils get the plus 200 or more. The next game is Florida, also on a back-to-back against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh at home. Pittsburgh's had a couple of days of rest. Uh, Florida will be on a back-to-back. So, yeah, it's it's difficult to uh, bet this game at all, in my opinion, because I, I sort of – I don't bet against Florida. Uh, I think that's a very profitable strategy is, is to bet for Florida because they're incredibly good. It's a back-to-back. They're playing the Sabres. They're starting night against the Sabres, which means we should see Poprowski back in net. Minus 115 Florida feels like a good bet. Anytime that they're right around there or plus money, I almost always grab them. I think you just don't. I think I fade this game entirely and move on. Um, You know, the puck line is minus 280 plus 105. Yeah, I'm not doing that either. So this game kind of feels like a full fade for me. I'm kind of just going to think it's Jari versus Bobrovsky, the over-under six and a half feels, again, kind of right on the nose. It's minus 105. I'm not going to touch it. There's no big lean in this game for me at all. Uh, Florida actually projects a bit worse than normal, and Pittsburgh projects, a, like, a, a, you know, kind of right in the middle of the pack against Florida as far as their expected goals. I, I just I don't love this game as far as being a, a knock your socks off, blow the doors away in, in goals, but it's Florida and Pittsburgh. These teams can both score. They both have really, really good top-end talent. So, nope, full fade. Not going to touch it. We'll move over to Seattle, playing Toronto on a back-to-back. Toronto will be going from Columbus back home. Toronto, as everyone's probably aware that watches anything ever, has not been very good. Um, they continue to find ways to lose games in dramatic fashions. And for that reason, I'm just – I'm really struggling to bet this game – it should be Campbell back in net. I don't know if that's any better. He's been absolutely terrible since January 1st. So what do you do here? You know, yeah, I think you fade it. Honestly, I hate to say it because it does feel like we're going to start to see lines for Toronto that are really, really favorable. But them on a back-to-back minus 265 just feels disgusting. The puck line minus 110, again, it feels disgusting. If Vegas is anything, they've been unlucky, as well as just very, very bad in net. So. I think you could talk me into the over six and a half, but is, is Seattle going to score goals? I never really, I, I mean, I've tweeted all about how bad they are offensively that like, I don't trust them to score goals. Once again, they go out against Carolina two expected goals. They get two. they just find a way to, I guess, get it done. Even without guys like McCann, we 
he could be back. We don't really know. I tried to find what I could, but there's not a ton of information. He did not. Oh, he did. Oh, he played in against Carolina. So he should be back again here um, against Toronto. So yeah, uh, overall, it's going to be a full fade for me. I think if anything, the over, but you need Seattle to score goals. And that is only going to happen if Toronto's goaltending is terrible. They should be able to blow the doors off them, but will they? So I'm going to fade this game entirely again. Uh, so far, I, I kind of, like I said, I kind of like a couple of bets in the first two I talked about. Nothing really here. The third game is one of my favorites. I really, really like Detroit minus 170. I kind of like the puck line as well. They're going to be getting back Jacob Rana. They waived Danny DeKaiser. So that means he's almost definitely going to play. Uh, Danny DeKaiser being waived is uh, a good thing for them. Uh, he's, you know, a, a guy that you don't really, I'd say, need to have in your lineup to be successful, if you will. Um, their last game's kind of pulling it up right now. Uh, they got kind of blown up by Florida, but that's to be expected. It's Florida. Um, but this is a, a team that's going to be getting back a very, very good piece. It looks like to go back to Larkin, Raymond, and Bertuzzi. And Jacob Rana, who's just a really good, really good player, is going to be with uh, Fabry and others. So it's a big boost. Um, I think this team gets better by subtraction. The Kaiser is just kind of useless at this point. I hate to say that, but he is. Arizona's bad. This line just doesn't quite give Detroit enough credit. Moritz Sider is really, really talented. I really like this Detroit stack in general. Uh, I think that's going to be a bit overlooked maybe, but it shouldn't be. I am going to be betting the puck line for Detroit and probably their team total goals over three and a half. Um, I understand that Arizona is, is kind of like a team that you when you bet against them, it only can hurt you. Last game, they scored eight goals on three, 3.8 expected against Ottawa. Just absolutely on fire. Game before that, two to one win, I believe it was over Colorado. I should double check that quick. I think that was their previous game. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, it was. So this this team has just been two games in a row. They get the wins. I don't think a lot of people are going to want to bet this, but I have a lot of faith in Detroit and the numbers leading up to this. So I'm going to go with it. Um, minus one seventy. I I don't know if this line's going to move much. Maybe the Vrana news will get there in time and, and it'll move in, in the wrong way, but I might wait this out and see if I get it a little bit better. Um, we're going to see, but I really do like Detroit here. This is one of my favorite bets of the night. I'm hoping minus 150, that'd be the ideal range for me, but I might just take the, the I don't know, plus 150-ish at, at minus one and a half. Kind of feels good at home for them. Uh, I think this Detroit team is just a little bit better than we're giving credit for, and it is going to be one of my favorite stacks in DFS. The next game uh, is the Rangers at the Wild. We've seen Igor Shesterkin for a couple games in a row. So I think we're expecting it to be um, Georgiev in net, but I don't know if we know that for a fact. Shesterkin, again, amazing performance against Winnipeg. Just absolutely the best goalie in the league this year. Uh, Winnipeg expected four goals. They only get one. The Rangers expected two. They get four. So kind of shows you the tail of the tape there. Winnipeg badly outplayed them. Didn't matter. Igor Shesterkin shuts the door, gets the under, which I know a lot of people had, and he just saved you. I mean, he absolutely bailed you out because it should never have hit in a million years. You got bailed out by Igor. Congratulations to you. Who's in that year? I mean, this is kind of why, this is, this is why you, uh, if you have, you know, brass ones, you bet it right now and you take the minus 145 on Minnesota hoping it's Georgiev. But if you don't, and, and well, if you do, and it's just Durkin, and then you're sitting there with your hand and you're, your, you know, your facing palm uh, because you bet this early and the line's going to move the other way. He really is that big of a difference maker at this point. So it really comes down to what you believe. If you can find a source that gives you accurate information and you think that you might have an edge somewhere. I didn't find anything personally. 
I can look again really quickly while I'm while I'm talking. I'll try to do that. But it's it's really really hard with New York to bet against them when Igor's in that because if he is going to stop, you know, I'm gonna have three goals below expected. I mean, that is insanity. I mean, it really is impressive, impressive stuff. <sighs> yeah, no, I think I think this game is is probably for me right now. I'm not going to bet it. Um, actually, I'm looking through right now. Let's see if we have any indication. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that they're giving us a lean right now. Yeah, they talked to, I'm just rolling through. Um, the Eagle are getting tired. You can take practice off any day. Yeah, so basically Gallant's only quote on this seems to be that kind of indicating he will maybe start. That's the best I got uh, because he's saying that they're going to give him rest when he needs it for practice, but they're going to try to play him as much as possible. Didn't indicate either way if he's going to definitely start or not. I'm now. I mean that 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 only thing I could say is it, I'm leaning towards Igor being in net. That would be my lean based off the, the quotes, but we do not know for sure. Um, okay, so I, I'm thinking right now if you're if anything, maybe take the Rangers now. But I think I'm just going to fade this game out entirely myself. Uh, the Wild are really really good. Yeah, I, I just think this is a fade for me. Um, I don't like either side. I don't want to be over under because even though Minnesota's been pretty porous in net, the Rangers have not. I think if anything, you bet the Rangers as soon as physically possible. If you like them and you think Igor is going to start, you get plus money on Igor Shesterkin. I think that's normally going to be a good way of doing things. He's just that good right now. So all that being said, I'm not going to touch this game. <laughs> we'll move to a game I like quite a bit more. It's Ottawa at the Blues. Now, like I mentioned, Arizona blew the absolute snot out of Ottawa. They scored eight goals against them. And it's really making my model think that St. Louis is, is in an amazing spot here. I'm going to roll with it myself because I actually do think it's that good. I'm taking the St. Louis puck line at minus 115. Ottawa is just not very good. And they got, you know, really bailed out by goaltending against Vegas. Um, it, they gave up like 40 something shots. And I think that St. Louis has better finishing ability right now than Vegas. Weirdly weird to say, but with Pacioretty's injury, no stone, et cetera. I just don't think this team's quite the same. I'm going to side with St. Louis who has had a couple mediocre lackluster games to bounce back real strong here the lines are not great minus 300 for st louis that's why i'm buttoned the puck line they're at home either goalie and net i think should bode well against the senators to shut them down pretty good so i'm going to take the st louis puck line as one of my favorite bets tonight i'm not touching the over under but if anything i definitely shade the over just assuming that ottawa finds a couple goals they've been okay offensively that st louis could definitely get you there i would be totally fine with st louis over two and a half probably minus 150, 160, 170 in that range is probably where it's going to be. I'm totally okay with that. If you're just parlaying that in with something else, I think they find a way to at least get three here. If you want to go for four, get a little bit bold, maybe get plus money on it. I don't see any harm in it. Like I said, they project really, really well here. Their shooting percentage is super duper high. So the goaltending is, you know, that normally means that the goaltenders have to be exceptionally good um, over the course of this many sample size uh, of games. They have to be exceptionally good in net to stop them. This really is a team that's just shooting percentage is really good. Hard to argue with it at this point in the year. And Ottawa is not very good. So I'm going to roll with it myself. Nothing really stands out as an amazing value. And I know I kind of touched on St. Louis a little bit on the last podcast by accident. Uh, good for me, I guess. But they sort of changed their lines around quite a bit. They kept with O'Reilly, Perron, Saad, uh, but Busnevich, Thomas Tarasenko moved around, Tyru Shen and Byrusha. They kind of are just using those nine as much as possible. So I feel fine with stacking almost anything here. And I think going through the first power play is the best way to do it. Um, 
I think would be, you know, Bruce Nevich, Falk, and Thomas were all on a unit together. Tarasenko is with the Piran, O'Reilly, Krug, and Shen line. You can find a way to put that together, and I feel really good about it. It's not going to probably be overpriced on DraftKings. You can get that with Detroit really, really easily. That's a couple stacks that I'm going to be using and maybe getting another upper tier piece somewhere else. Our next game, I'm just going to say full fade before we even start here. But if anything, Dallas plus 100 does feel good. Um, they are playing really, really well. The last game, they beat Minnesota 6-3. to three. This team has been absolutely rolling. Um, maybe you've heard of a guy by the name of Jason Robertson, who I said probably three times uh, instead of his brother's name last podcast because I'm just real professional. Um, but Jason Robertson, who I'd like to have talked about, is unbelievably good. Uh, two hat tricks in a row. This team's rolling. So I like the plus 100 for Dallas. That's the only thing I'm going to even look at here. Uh, I'm considering it heavily. I, I just, I'm not touching this over under. I, you know, if we get Ottinger versus Soros in net, it's really hard for me to want to t- take anything there. Soros has been a little bit worse as of late. So yeah, I'm going to probably roll with the Dallas plus 100 as the, the only thing I touch in this game. Um, you know, you could get on a to goal, a to score prop for Robertson again, I guess, if you want. But I almost think it's a good time to look at other players that might be getting priced way differently because, yeah, Pavelski and Hens can still score. They're still great players. And I have no problem with getting on them as, you know, their lines continue to move the opposite direction. Uh, as far as defense is concerned with Dallas, they ran four guys for almost the entire game. Um, Hackenpah, Suter, Klingberg, and Lindell. Uh, Lindell was actually with Klingberg on the top power play. Suter got a little bit of run there as well. So those three guys, a ton of run, as you did not hear me say, Miro Heiskanen, who we're going to have to probably have to wait for. Um, actually, I could probably, let me just, Miro. I didn't see any news on him, but I'm just going to double check while we're here. Yeah, he missed. It was a non-COVID related illness. I know that. Yeah, nothing indicating if he'll be available or not for this game. Um, uh, but I, he could be back. I, w- I would just keep an eye on it. Well, we should know Tuesday morning skate um, if he's back. And if he's back, it changes it up. He'll probably be on one of the power plays for sure, and we'll see where that is. The next game, Tampa at Winnipeg. I do like Tampa here. I like the over six probably even more. Um, I think both these teams offensively are in a really, really good spot to probably perform well. Like I said, Winnipeg last game expected four, only got one. That isn't going to happen often. They got uh, Nikolaj Ehlers back. And weirdly enough, he scores on the power play. It's like, give him some freaking run there, and maybe you'll see better results. This team is three lines deep again. They have Morrissey getting a ton of minutes. I think he's a really, really good DFS play if you're stacking up with the Jets. Um, I do think that playing Stastny might be a little bit thin. He got a pretty big reduction in minutes as Ehlers continued to kind of move up the lineup. He could end up being with Shifley and Wheeler. We're going to have to wait till morning skate on Tuesday to know for sure, but I do kind of lean that way that Stastny's going to come down. Ehlers is going to move up. Um, but you can really look at this, you know, Connor, Shifley, Dubois, Wheeler, Ehlers, any of these guys as really good DFS plays because no one's going to have them. I feel like against Tampa, the over six is one of my favorite bets on the night Tampa in general. I think you could even maybe do a little fun little parlay. The Tampa money line over six could be a lot of fun. Um, get plus money on that. And two things that I think are decently likely to happen. Um, but that's my lean here in general. I'm not sure if there's any big Tampa notes They kind of do the same thing every freaking game. Yeah, nothing really changed last game at all. They're the same team they've always been. They're really good at hockey, and they like to uh, score six goals against Chicago last game, and sometimes they do that. So I think this is a great over bet, like I said. Both of these teams really uh, looking good as far as expected goals are concerned, and Winnipeg underperforming that um, is why I kind of like them 
to find a couple against Tampa, who is a team that plays has been played really well defensively this year, a lot better than in previous years. But I think Winnipeg actually has really good offensive upside. So I'm going to roll with it here and say that the over is a great bet. Two more games. And right now we haven't even, you know, this is the, the, the second latest game, 8.30 Eastern start time. So if you're an early to bed kind of person and you want to watch as much hockey as possible, you know, you're not going to be going to bed too late. If Anaheim at Chicago, Chicago, uh, the recipient of that Tampa beatdown, um, I think that that was the last game and they lost to Philly. So uh, two straight L's for the Blackhawks at home, plus money on Anaheim. I do like Anaheim, a uh, pretty good bet here. I think that's a good bet. I don't like to take too many road teams. And I feel like so far I've suggested a lot of road teams. <laughs> like, uh, you know, that, that normally you don't feel fantastic about, about that always. So this might be a spot that I, I kind of look at a couple of times and decide not to get involved with. But I do think that this is a, a, a good spot to look at a stack in Raquel, Zegras, and Milano all back together, rolling again, power play, all the nine yards. I mean, you get a whole thing you want there. Um, Henrique was with Terry and Comtois. Really cool there too as well. Those two lines are probably the ways you want to go. Um, Terry and Henrique were on the same power play together. So a, a bit of a more unique, I think, pairing that you could get. <clears throat> I, I think those are good because I, Chicago is kind of a crater defensively. Um, they've been giving up a ton of goals. Like I said, that would be 10 in their past two. They've given up. You never know when Marc-Andre Fleury is going to have a 40-save night. Uh, last game, I believe it was him and Nett. Yes, it was. I think him and Lincoln are both, you know, probably better than they're performing, but not great. So with all that being said, yeah, I, I definitely shade the Ducks here. I like them probably just as much, if not more, than Dallas. Uh, I think both of those bets are really good. And I just don't really have a lot of faith um, in the this Chicago team. I think the over five and a half is a good bet. I think it's going to get to six. So I might want to grab that right away if you can. Um, but nothing that's incredibly, incredibly strong. I don't think like, the numbers don't blow you away as far as like this game's clearly going to exceed expectations so the five and a half is probably right in the money if it gets to six anything other than like plus 120 130 you're, you're probably just doing yourself a disservice there because you're really going to be needing these goalies to play poorly and you can't bet on that every single night even though it has happened recently it doesn't mean it's going to happen again so final game and then favorite bets and i'll give a couple shot props and stuff like that too at the very very end here so final thing is uh washington at Calgary. Calgary is one of my favorite bets of the night. Again, they're on a back-to-back against Edmonton, but I don't really care. This team is just too freaking good. Minus 140 at home. I'm going to take it. I don't have a lot of faith, as I mentioned all the time, in this Washington goaltenders. They're just not very good. They did put five goals up on the Seattle Kraken last time out, uh, as expected with Seattle being terrible. This is a Washington team that returned Oshie and Nanta, so they really do have a formidable top six now. Really cool for them as, as they you know, get ready for the playoffs. Will I go all the way to the puck line? No, I, I do think this could be a close matchup. I think Calgary is going to try to slow the pace as much as possible and try to keep this as low scoring as possible, but will they be able to do it? You know, I think the answer is probably yes. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my lean here. I, you know, I, I do worry about Calgary in net. If uh, Markstrom starts on Monday, I'm actually going to try to double check that right now. I don't know if we got confirmation on it or not, but uh, da -da -da -da. I don't think we got confirmation on it. So we might have to wait. Let's look. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I'm expecting it to be. I know Costin's in net for yeah. I I I guess we don't know. Nope, it should be Markstrom. There's they're saying it should yeah, Markstrom the starter. Okay, found it. Took me a minute here. So it should be Vladar in net. 
on Tuesday. Makes it a little bit worse. I might wait it out, see if that news circulates, and we get this at a little bit of a better line. So I'm going to kind of wait it out. I, I hope at, we could get this closer to even money or the minus 130, minus 125 for Calgary. It's probably give you the spot. So this is a waited out type of game. So favorite bets of the night. Let's run through this quickly. First and foremost, I'm going to take the puck line on St. Louis, minus 115. I'm going to bet the puck line or just the minus 170 for Detroit. And they're over on goals, over two and a half. If you get crazy three and a half, I don't mind it at all. I think that's a really fun way of doing things here. This team getting you know fresh blood back in the lineup should be good for them. Dallas plus 110, I also think is a really good bet. And the over in Tampa versus Winnipeg, over six. Those are probably the best. None of the unders absolutely scream value. Um, personally, I, I don't know if there's one that's like, you can't miss spot. Um, but if I was going to take an under, because I do think that you should definitely not get blind to the over-unders, I probably, let me pull up that chart again. Da, da, da. Let's think. I mean, Washington and, and Calgary does actually profile well, but we should be seeing Vladar versus a not very good goalie. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's any under that absolutely screams value to me. It, it really, at the end of the day, it might be Seattle, Toronto, minus six, or under six and a half. That's probably really the best one uh, on the whole docket of games. So a couple of shot props, a couple of other things. I pulled up kind of expected, uh, I, I was using five on five rates and I Corsi per 60 over the last 10 for, you know, so this is kind of just saying what, what guys are shooting more than maybe uh, anyone else. Uh, there's a few guys that I, I you know, it's good. First off, this isn't a perfect science because one guy that shows up, is always going to be Dougie Hamilton. It feels like, will his shots get on net or not? But I do think this is a good spot for him over two and a half does seem pretty good. He might get overlooked here a bit. Uh, Vetrano is another guy. If you can find him, uh, Florida, you know, back to back, maybe they roll the four lines a little bit more evenly. He's playing with Reinhardt and Lundell, both really good distributors. So I do like Frank Vetrano. If you could find him to score or, you know, his shot prop as well. Um, Another guy, any other, I don't know, Fiala has been really good, but the minutes have been kind of hit or miss. The power play has been a bit hit or miss. Uh, Marcheseau probably as well in a good spot against Philadelphia. He's been shooting a ton. I like his shot prop. Um, and uh, I'll look at me, look if there's one more. Mm, that's probably good enough for now. So shot props. Let's think, where was I? Hamilton, Petrano, and... March or so. Those three, I think, are going to be guys I'm going to be looking at for to get the overs on um, as far as, as that goes. So I think I gave you a lot of news notes to get you started here. I'll definitely try to tweet them out because there's so much going on with this <laughs> entire slate. I'll try to tweet out my bets. Thank you for following. Thank you for listening. Go Bonnies, if you're an A10 basketball fan or not, and enjoy your slate. And also, I guess, lastly, right behind me here is my Sam Reinhardt jersey. I'm just about to get ready to head down to Key Bank Center to watch Reinhardt return to Buffalo. So, yeah, I'm depressed. Enjoy your Tuesday. Mm-hmm.